right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Movie Talks and Chill. We are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I am Gavin Butts. I am Patrick Wall. And in this episode, we're going to be talking three initials. S-N-L movies. I know we added the movies, but the three initials were <laughs> the important part. The three initials were there. Yes, yes. <laughs> I did show my work. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not only just that. You know, I mean, SNL itself just put out... The, the actors that came through there had massive careers that, yeah. that you know, came out of there. Mm-hmm. Probably like three years ago, um, Billy Madison, what is his name? Adam Sandler mm-hmm. said that his entire career, his movies has grossed over like $20 billion or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he started out as, you know, this cast member that did, uh, what, what was it, Opera Man? Yeah. Opera his, Man. his first cast on uh, SNL. The Canteen Boy. Yeah, the Canteen Boy. <laughs> he played the guitar on Weekend Update about his red hoodie. Yep. yep. <laughs> red I, I remember his first, or his uh, <clears throat> comedy CD that he sent out after that. Oh, the really? the goat, and yeah. yeah. Um, no, that was, that was the first one. The first, uh, well, oh, it, was, it had the goat in there. Yeah. <clears throat> I was but thinking then the, the song, The Goat. The, the second one was uh, was The Goat, and then he had Piece of Shit Car. Yep. So he did, his first album was uh, They're All Gonna Laugh at Me, or They're All Gonna Laugh at You, and then there was uh, What the Hell Happened to Me was the second album. Uh, the third one is, I believe it was um, What's Your Name, and then he did another one called Stan and Judy's Kid, about his parent, you know. Mm-hmm. Wasn't one of his movies just based off, like, a lot of his music? Uh, Eight Crazy Nights. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I know, so well, we'll talk about that one on the next episode, but I was going to say we do have uh, some holiday stuff to talk about later. Well, yeah, don't we have, uh, didn't he write like eight versions of uh, Happy Hanukkah? Yeah, the Christmas <laughs> song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the, I think one of the last versions, or the third one, he, he wrote three of them. He might have done more than, I, I don't know, but the third one was great because he's like, he normally does that. You know, here comes Hanukkah, mm-hmm. and he's like, and if you didn't like my first two versions, here comes number three. <laughs> Well, like, I can't remember which one it is, but one of my favorite lines in there is like, no, Tom Cruise isn't, but I heard his agent is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which, who was it that he said? He's like, he's or he's like something, and he's like, he converted. But yeah, so that's, uh, we'll get into the sparking of the careers, but for the beginning, let's start with. The actual SNL produced movies, so a lot of them were made based off the characters, characters or yeah. the skits that they did in there. Um, just let's start running through some some of them. What, what were you guys? What's one of your favorite SNL produced movies? Um, well, mine would probably be Coneheads <laughs> mm-hmm. um, for the fact that it had so many past and current SNL characters on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you know you had um, Dan Aykroyd playing the lead and his. Uh, what was her name? Uh, Jane Curtin. Jane Curtin. Yep. So that's his wife. Yep. And then you, on the back end of it, you have Adam Sandler make a cameo appearance. Yeah, Sinbad, which wasn't really, he didn't really have much on SNL, but he was still a comedian around yep. the time. And then, yeah, you got Chris Farley. David Spade. David Spade. Yep. I mean, just throwing all of these. Um, um, John Belushi? Uh, no, no, but no. the guy. Um, I don't think so, but I may be wrong. The the, the guy who um, his wife um, ended up killing him and murdering herself. Um, That's dark. It was. It was very dark. <laughs> yeah, it, you know who I'm talking about. He was in. Um, he's kind of a funny guy in like a bunch of movies. Okay, you're gonna have to narrow that. Down. Yeah, uh, he's man. Wearing, he, he <laughs> would always wear a bunch of movies. He was always wear glasses. He was in. Uh, he was in Jingle All the Way. He was the neighbor. Oh, 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 Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Yes. yes. You're talking about. He was, oh, that's right. He's the guy I was thinking of. He was the leader of the Coneheads. No, that was a different guy. He was like Beldar's best friend. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I can't remember the leader of the Coneheads, though. But yeah, so he he's in it. I think he even had uh, maybe two or three seasons on well, SNL. The leader was, uh, it was the, the, the black guy. Um, uh, and he was in SNL because he did the skits with them, too. He was like the, the head cone. Or something, or the hmm. head cone, king cone, whatever they called them. But well, just don't narfle the Gartha. Yeah, don't narfle. <laughs> <the Garthok. laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's one of my faves. I mean, because you know, and they they come in throughout. Like so, uh, when he's trying to get 
uh, when Beldar is trying to get his new identity, Adam Sandler is the one that's you know giving him oh, the yeah, ident- Donald R. DiCicco. <laughs> <laughs> Donald R. DiCicco. <laughs> oh, really? We nice, man. <laughs> yeah. Where are you from? From France. Oh, I hear that's nice this time of year. Your new social security number. <laughs> 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 He's like, what's your name again? Donald Hi, nice Master to meet you. Uh, that was the leader of the Conads. That's actually Peter Ackroyd. Peter Ackroyd. Okay. I thought that, but there was there's a there was a black character that always played in the skits, and I thought he was in the movie. But Tim again, he, he no, was Tim Meadows. No, it was way. He was in the movie. He was in the movies. But I'm talking about he was in the old skits. He w- he would show up, and he was a uh, SNL cast member. I just can't remember. I think name. he was like the general or something. Yeah, because he was in yeah, charge was of one of the one of the ships. Yeah, one of the yeah the fleets. Mm-hmm. But no, Coneheads. I agree. I think that was. I think that was really good. I enjoyed it because I mean, yes, I'm going to date myself. I was around watching those. I mean, <laughs> when I was younger, um, and just you know, mass quantity consuming mass consumption of mass quantities. <laughs> I just love how everything like they tried to put their their self into everyday you know um, sit like you know human life. But they still had that alien aspect of it. <clears throat> like when they go to um, do the fireworks show. Oh, yeah. And you see the one little blast and the, the security guards giving him giving him a little stuff. Or like, you know, just messing with him. <laughs> that's it? You got That's all you got there, Beldar? And they, then he puts on the shades. <laughs> and it's and like a massive and he, nuclear... Yeah, and he lights his dang cigar. <laughs> and he's just... Wow! <laughs> it goes back to the crowd, and everyone's got like a suntan <laughs> cigar. <laughs> they actually did, though. There, I mean, there's been quite a few uh, movies that have spun off as well. Um, you know, one of my favorites is uh, like Wayne's World. You know, you can't go wrong with a little Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. And they brought in again. That's kind of they always bring in some other side people from SNL. Uh, I remember Rob Lowe. Yeah, showed up in there. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember if he was a regular cast member or just a repeat guest because you know on SNL they had a lot of repeat guests. Mm-hmm. I think he was a repeat guest. Okay, but they were so repeat. It's like yeah. Alec Baldwin that they get almost right. like their own skit. Yeah, you know, like your Steve Martin and stuff because that was a confusing thing back in the day. Everybody thought Steve Martin was like a cast member. He wasn't. He just was there all the freaking time. I think he still holds the record for hosting the most amount of times. He might. He yeah. might. It's either him or Alec Baldwin's got to be up there, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, again, the, like the sweaty balls, and mm-hmm. they would do, you know, he, but that's cool when you get your own character. But, but yeah, so they had like Rob Lowe and Wayne's World. Um, uh, trying to think of. Chris Farley was also in that one. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then you get your, uh, like, Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy, you had your Chris Farley and your David Spade. Yeah. Um, uh, Technically not off so of Alec character, Baldwin but... did beat out Steve Martin. Alec Baldwin has 17 times hosting. Mm-hmm. Steve Martin only has 15. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I figured that because I knew mm-hmm. I'd seen Alec Baldwin a little bit more, but I remember they had the, the repeat character of the two wild Especially when he was guys. on 30 Rock. He was like two floors <laughs> above where they filmed SNL. Yeah, so, so it made it easy. Yeah. He's like, hey, we're, we're done here. You mind uh, hosting? Or our last host uh, backed out on us. So. <laughs> or they got arrested. I know we're two wild and crazy guys. <laughs> what is that? The, uh, the Fest Truck Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know there are many women here that we could make sex with. Yeah, I just throw his arms out. <laughs> basically dancing like yeah, the door's not The whole in. time. <laughs> like, walking around. <laughs> Wow, what a crazy guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. So, uh, what about you, Patrick? What do you um, have a favorite? I've got a side with you, uh, Tony. Wayne's World is my absolute favorite. Okay. But a close second is Pop Star Never Stop Poppin'. Have you guys ever seen that? Never one? Stop Never Stopping. <laughs> no, it's Pop Star Never Stop Poppin'. No, it's Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping. I will argue this. You got that $6 out? <laughs> you talking about the Andy Samberg? Yeah, yeah. It's Pop Star Never Stop Poppin'. Right Folks, I'm showing in my laptop where it says never do stop see, popping. Do you see that says shopping? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, apparently pop star never stop. Ne- fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what was the name of that again, Pat? Pop star. I'm calling it pop star. Pop star what? No, it's just pop star. Yeah. <laughs> so audience, so everybody knows it's pop star never stop never stopping. <laughs> Yes, I've seen it, by the way. Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I love the soundtrack to that movie. I oh, think all the songs in there are hilarious. I will say, I was never a big Andy Samberg fan, mm. but I did like that movie. Mm. And 
I will say, yes, the guy can actually make funny music. Oh, you know, uh, but his um, his the musical Lonely group, Lon- yeah, Lonely Island is. I love their songs. Yes, oh, yeah. my my favorite. <clears throat> no, is on a boat. Yep. Oddly enough, we were at. <clears throat> excuse me, Becky and I were at a wedding. That song came on. I was the only one over at the DJ booth singing, and the dude throws me a mic to finish the song because <laughs> I know every single word in it. But my second of that is. Um, I, I can't remember the title of it, but it's it's Captain Jack Sparrow's one they do with oh, Michael Bolton. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's like, and he comes in there doing the scene. He's like, guys, I built this great hook into the song. You're you're, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. And so they're in the like they're doing a club song, and they're like, yeah. So now we're back in the club, and then, and so they start rapping through there, and then it goes to Michael Bolton's part, and he goes, this is the time of Captain Jack Sparrow. And they're like, what? And <laughs> At the, well, like towards the end, they're like, you gotta stop singing about Captain Jack Sparrow. He's like, what about Scarface? <laughs> and then he's like, now back to the good part. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had Michael Bolden in, in the movie at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. That's right, yeah, yeah. Incredible Thoughts. Yeah. When they did that song. <laughs> right? And then it's got Michael Bolden. Incredible Thoughts. <laughs> incredible Minds. Have you heard the song um, Finest Girl? Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, that's uh-huh. a really... Oh, we can't play it because oh. it's super copyrighted, but it is hilarious. I'll play it for you when we're done recording. It is... It is hilarious. It is probably one of the greatest love songs next to, <laughs> next to Adam Sandler's At a Medium Pace. It's like, that one's first, this one's second. <laughs> love song is a stretch. <laughs> the greatest, dirtiest love song ever. Yes. So, Like I said, we can't play it now, but go listen to Finest Girl by Lonely Island. <laughs> they put it out just before the movie is like their own version of a trailer, and it I peed myself the first time. I <laughs> you know, you know what song I liked in that movie too. I mean that that is my favorite one in the, in the movie is um oh it's uh, uh, fuck now I can't think of it. Again. <laughs> I was like I had it in my head. It's the one um, oh not gay. Yeah, that uh, not gay. The movie. not gay song. <laughs> Because it's, have, you have, do you remember that? Did you mm-hmm. see the movie? You've never seen the movie? Oh, okay, no. I'm sorry. I thought you said you did. You, you, I know you have plans after this, but we're watching the movie. Yeah. <laughs> or at least I'm going to play you all the songs. So yes. he basically, it's it's almost like a VH1 like type esque movie. Like yeah, behind yeah, the yeah. music. Right. Like, yeah, behind the music. Right. And so he's doing like interviews with the movies going on, but then they cut to the music and stuff. And there's one where he's like, you know, I'm cutting out this out. Yo, this is kind of for real, man. He's doing like this video post and he's like, you know, I'm surprised, or we're surprised launching this tomorrow at two or something. And he's like, check out this thing. And he's like, I'm doing it about, about getting to the real, the real issues in life and blah, blah, blah. And he goes on and it starts going into this song. And he's like, I just, I, it's something like, I just want my two dudes to get married, not gay. Not gay. Like, not every, gay. like every other verse is him just saying, not gay. Not, not. <laughs> he's, he's like, Panda Bear's on, not gay. <laughs> not gay. And he's like, not gay, not gay, not gay, not gay, not gay. Not gay. Not gay. They also have like a lot of big name celebrities that they cut oh, yeah. to. Yeah. Like they have Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, T-Pain was, uh, was the guest on I'm on a Boat. Yep. So my old boss. They were talking about Connor for real. They're cutting to these like famous musicians and actors, mm-hmm. and after like um, you know, I can't remember what the actual song is called, the not gay song. Um, they're like they can get married now. This isn't an issue anymore. I don't know why he put out this music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't really get it. It's, like, <laughs> like, it's not an issue anymore. <laughs> it's uh, but they had so many people in that. But I remember I watched that. I was on the road at my old job, and my one. Uh, manager that used to travel and you know be on the jobs with us we're still good friends but we'd like get like the hotel we'd get in the lobby and, and rent like one of the tvs and we're watching that movie and i was like i had seen it once and i was like oh you gotta watch because he liked stupid humor like the kind of turn your brain off yeah. type of humor and that's what this movie is and with all the people every time it'd be like a famous person like actor mm-hmm. actress or singer and he's like this is fucking ridiculous like <laughs> how many more he's like this guy's in it too and he's like, and he's like couldn't stop laughing just from seeing how ridiculous of having all these people because they're all talking like it's serious right like they're mm-hmm. like oh man that that kind of free does that song Mona Lisa yep about the the pitcher being a piece of shit <laughs> and then but it like then it'll cut to like you know famous musician I can't even think maybe Snoop Dogg or something mm-hmm. and it'll be like man that kind Man, that's that's when it hit, man. That's when it really hit number one. That's when you know you guys got range, right? <laughs> but they're talking so seriously that you can't help but not to laugh, right? So, good call. I, I did almost forget about that. One. <laughs> well, uh, also to stick with you know the Lonely Island boys, uh, I know you know in the holiday season 
I would say the best Christmas song ever made was by Lonely Island, D and a B. Dick and a, Dick oh yeah, Dick in a, a box. box. Oh, Dick in a box with, with Justin, uh, Timberlake? Justin Timberlake. Yep. So, <laughs> one, cut a hole in a box. Two, put you your junk in that box. <laughs> <laughs> and like at the end, they just start shouting off like the different holidays: Christmas, Dick in a box, Hanukkah, my Dick in a box. <laughs> well, did you see the follow-up song, uh, Mother's Day? No. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> It starts off with um, Justin Timberlake and Adam Sandberg just getting out of jail because they put their dick in a box and they're showing it to everybody. <laughs> and they were trying to figure out, like, oh, damn, it's Mother's Day. And then they're trying to think of gifts. And then, and then he's like, what if you sleep with my mom and I sleep with your mom? It'll be Mother's Day every day. <laughs> wow. Hilarious. Wow. Uh, Lonely it's, a, I, it's a different type of dick they're putting in a box. Yeah. <laughs> A different type of box. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> scratch that, reverse it. <laughs> Not only can Adam Sandberg actually sing, but Andy, they, Andy, Andy Sandberg, that's right. Um, he can actually sing, but him and the Lonely Island, the, the other two from Lonely Island, uh, Lonely Island uh, wrote for SNL. Too. Yeah, they were just never on camera. Mm-hmm. Andy Sandberg was the only one who put his face on there. Yeah, and back when he started, he was only doing like those short clips when they would come right. back from commercials. Mm-hmm. He was just doing those, like the Dick in the Box song and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Well, and, and he's not an SNL character, but going back to like repeat guests and stuff with Justin Timberlake, mm. um, I never liked Justin Timberlake before because you know he was always in that boy band shit, and that was never my cup of tea. In sync, but was that what he was in? Yeah. That's how much I know of it. So I knew he was in one of them. Um, well, I dated a girl in high school. That was coming. okay, <laughs> but we have had different times. It was New Kids on the Block when I was in high school. So. <laughs> Uh, but my point is, is that <coughs> I didn't realize until later, like watching him, he's actually a super funny actor. Oh yeah, yeah. like I mean, I saw him in what was it that Bad Teacher? Bad Teacher. Bad he teacher. was great. Yeah. Just Bad teacher. hilarious in that. Um, and so was Cameron Diaz. She was hilarious in that movie oh, yeah. too. Well, well, I think the best thing about that was him like being in that band and like they're like, oh, well, we got this new guitarist, and so Justin Timberlake sitting up there in that scene, and you're expecting him to like you know, belt out this beautiful melody and he like makes his voice so terrible and pitchy. <laughs> it's like, that's the greatest thing ever. Like, I just want to like, That is not JT's voice. <laughs> I can't remember what show, which I think it was animated, but they reunited, they kidnapped NSYNC and got them to perform together. They, they hung them up on strings like marionettes to, re, to do NSYNC. <laughs> it's horrible. And then they start talking about how, like, everyone but Justin Timberlake's career has failed. And Justin Timberlake's like, I got three gold albums and I'm doing really well, but it's just nice to be around the guys again. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see you again, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't want to jump too far off topic of, you know, because, like I said, that's just a, he was just a guest on there. But, so, going back, though, to... Um, some SNL-based mm-hmm. movies. Um, another funny one that was so stupid, Night at the Roxbury. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... It's so ridiculous it is I funny. Yes. they made a movie out of that one... Why? It's just him and... Uh, him Will Ferrell and... Corky Romano. Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan. Uh, yeah. One skit them just, like, dancing in the bar and like... Huh? Mm-hmm. Him? Me? Him? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Huh? And then they made like a 90 minute movie on that one two second scene. I will, I, mean, I will tell you why. Because that was a couple years back. That was probably the best costume that I ever did for Halloween with me and my buddy. And we spent maybe about 40 bucks combined <laughs> on a leisure suit, a black shirt from Old Navy, and a fake silver chain. Hello. He's like, no one's going to gonna realize what we are, man. We're going to be t- trying to tell them the whole night. And as soon as we get in the Uber going to the party we were going to, hey, Night of the Roxbury. He's like, I stand corrected. <laughs> Touche. Well played. Well played. Well, I mean, you, but basically every SNL-based movie is based on just I know, a little but it bothers skit. me that yeah. Roxbury's a movie. Okay. I didn't even like the skit, and I barely like the movie. Well, even uh, I know I Jim... offended most of our listeners. Oh, I don't I, know, I mean, I said it's not the greatest thing in the world, but it is funny for what it is. Stupid yeah. funny. Jim Carrey was one of them. Yep. Um, With the, for... the CD that skipped. Yeah, the like... CD that... Eh, eh. He's like, someone, someone, and he pulls it out, blows on it, puts it back in, and then they start dancing again. (laughs) Well, you put a story on a basic skit. I mean, that's really all Wayne's World was. Uh, Pat, um, yeah, Pat. To be fair, Night of the Roxbury was a lot better than Superstar. Yes, Superstar was absolute garbage. I'll agree with that. I mean, I liked Molly Shannon. I think she was a great actress, and she's super funny, but that movie was just... I liked her better in Night of the Roxbury. I liked her better just on SNL. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, he also had uh, the ladies' man. Yeah, that, that was band. okay. It See, wasn't like wowing me or anything. Look, but... man, you you can't leave Leon Phelps out of this because he'll get you a fifth sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you just what? give him some Cavassier and it's a good night, okay? <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys ever saw the one episode. It's when Mike Myers, uh, when he was out of SNL, but he was about to do his uh, the first uh, Austin Powers was coming mm-hmm. out. So they like asked him to host. Or yeah, it yeah. was early on, and so they asked him. Lauren asked him to host, you know, to promote the movie, because that's usually when they do that, is when yeah. something's coming out. And he's like, his whole monologue was about, like, beginning, he's like, I'd been on the cast, it was a great thing, and he's like, he asked me to host, and, and he's like, I didn't think me, he's like, so many, and he's like, but then I thought, well, so many other cast members, you know, Chevy Chase, Dan Ackard, Bill Murray, he's like, but now me, and he goes into a song about hosting, <laughs> and he goes in through the back, you know, sometimes they take them all through the back scenes, mm-hmm. and there's like, Guys, Norm McDonald's bent over and someone's whipping him. And he's like, and Lauren's standing next to him and he's like, What's the matter, Norm? And he's like, Bad dress rehearsal. And he's like, Oh, and he's like, You know, I kind of messed up that thing. Here, move over, Norm. And he goes bent over and Lauren's like, Mike, what are you doing? You're the host now. And he's like, No, but I screwed that up. He's like, No, 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 Mike. You're the host. And he's like, Okay, and he goes back into the song, but he comes across Tim Meadows. Who was on the show when he was still on. Yeah. And he's like, Tim Meadows. And he's like, hey, Mike. And he's like, hey, did you come down here to support me? I really appreciate that. He's like, no, Mike, I'm still in the cast. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, I'm sure you'll host one day. I'm sure of it. Real side note on that one, but I just, I remember speaking of um, Tim Meadows. Adam Sandler did the same thing when he hosted, like, last year. He did the song, I Got Fired, and then he brought back all the cast members, like, like Chris Rock and David Spade. They all got fired around the same time, and then Pete Davidson walks out and is like, I got fired. He's like, no, 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 Pete, you're, you're still on the show. He's like, how? Like, how am I still on the show? <laughs> <laughs> but they did. They went on to, I mean, there's quite a few of them. Uh, and, you know, you had the original, even going back older, too, like the original Blues Brothers. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, R.I.P. John Belushi. We're on a mission from Gad. <laughs> <laughs> Get a half a tank of gas, full pack of cigarettes. It's dark and we'll bring sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> it's an old cop car. Got cop suspension, cop motor, cop radio. <laughs> <laughs> so I know this is going to make you both sad, but I've never seen the Blues Brothers. Tony, <laughs> hold me back. <laughs> we'll describe the movie. What is it like? So that, we just did. <laughs> so the movie is. So the the show. Did you ever see the skit? No. Okay. So the skit was just. It's just Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi, and they were dressed up in all black suits, mm. white shirts, black tie, black fedora hats, mm. and they would just do songs. Like mm. that was a whole skit. It was basically they would come out and they would sing. It was almost like like a band. Oh, okay. And they'd have a backup, you know, blues band playing. But they were actually both really good singers, and they would do all this. Uh, rhythm and blues music. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole point of the Blues Brothers, they made a movie based off a simple skit. Because all the, it wasn't even a skit bag, it was just music, them going mm-hmm. out singing. And so the basis is, um, it's uh, Jake and Elwood Blues is their names. That's why they're the Blues mm-hmm. Brothers, not just because they sing the blues. <laughs> um, and uh, Elwood is Dan Aykroyd, mm-hmm. and Jake is John Belushi. And it's, the whole movie starts out with John Belushi coming out of prison. He's in Joliet State Prison mm-hmm. Facility. And he's coming out, and it's just quiet. There's no sound, and then you start hearing like this little bit of music, and then they they walk right up to each other, and then it cuts to one of their faces, and it's like dun dun, and it cuts to like jumble dun dun, and it cuts to them to the side, and it says the Blues Brothers, like, and then it goes into big blues riff music. And so the point is, is that he gets out of jail. They were in an orphanage, so they go to visit. The old nun who always hits them on their fucking wrist because they swear every time, and she hits them on the, on their hands with a ruler. And the orphanage is getting ready to close down yeah, because they're, get, they they're shutting it down yeah, for they money. Don't funding. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, "We'll get you the money." And she knows they're basically thieves and criminals and stuff, but they screw up music. <laughs> and they had an old their old rhythm and blues band, and everybody's gone their separate ways. And he's like, "We got to get the band back together because they go to a church, and Elder Jake gets the." A message from from God. He like sees oh, yeah. the light. Remember, he starts doing all those like backflips, and he, it's like the old you know black church where everybody's like dancing. And I can't remember what what denomination it is, um, but he gets this this like vision that they how to get the money and they're going to do a big show. Mm. So a show that doesn't exist, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to put the band back. He's like, we're getting the band back together. So the whole movie is them going around to all the old band members and trying to get them involved. Like one's like a major d at a restaurant. One's like a mm-hmm. car salesman or something. One guy owns like. 
a music shop or a, or a diner. But the guys were actually all musicians yeah. in mm. blues bands. Yeah, they were I real mean, musicians. And they had like, you had all a lot of other singers in there too. You had Aretha Franklin was in it. Uh, Ray Charles was it. He was the music shop owner. Yeah, so you want to talk about like, a, it's like an old version of Pop Star only, just it's not supposed to be as dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's basically every big named singer at the time at that time was like in this movie. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And so they're basically just going around and once they get everybody together again or convince them all together, uh, they have to get all the, all the music, you know, the instruments and stuff. And they start doing these tours to make a little bit of money to get on the road to do this big show. Well, they end up doing criminal shit on the way <laughs> or end up getting in trouble and stuff or pulled over. And then, so it ends up becoming like this whole cop fleet was well, because chasing the, them through the whole movie. I, I think the, the first part <clears throat> of it started at that, uh, uh, the cowboy bar. Where they show up and they're like, "Are you so and so?" Yes, the good old boys. The good old boys. Yeah, old boys. we're the good old boys. Exactly. But then they get up there and they start playing blues music <laughs> instead of country. <laughs> and they were uh, so they were saying that, "Hey, you know, well, you know, we we don't really have an upfront fee for you, but you guys can eat and drink all you want all night." And they ended up putting up like some kind of $500 bar tab. Yeah. <laughs> and so the guy's running around trying to chase them down and they're like stepping into other people's shows, like taking their money too. <laughs> but they, they get not only the police force, but like every, so they end up like, like the national off, guard. Not, they, they pissed off the Nazis. They yeah, pissed then, off uh, white right? supremacists. <laughs> and it's because they end up like wrecking like their meetings and shit. Or yeah. like, they're always getting chased by the cops, which ends up wrecking somebody else's good time. Mm. <laughs> and through the whole movie, they finally get the money. They do this big show. John Candy's in it too, by mm-hmm. the way. He's, yeah. he's one of the detectives that's mm-hmm. going after him. And they finally get out and they sneak out and they have the band continue playing. So they're now got a race because the money has to be at the place by a certain time mm-hmm. by the, the clerk of court or something. Yeah. So they're racing to the clerk's court and they finally get there. And I, the best part about it, as soon as they're done, they put the money, hand it to them. They get the signature or whatnot, and then they turn around, and it's like just 8,000 guns yeah. all pointed at them. You just hear a bunch of them cocking, and then it just, yeah. hands up. <laughs> and the movie held the record at the time for the most car wrecks yeah. in any movie because they destroyed so many cars in this film. And I believe when they did the Blues Brothers 2000, which wasn't nearly as good uh, by any stretch of the imagination, they actually beat it because that was their goal for the movie. If they wanted to make a good movie, their actual main goal was to beat the number of car wrecks <laughs> from the first movie. And they beat it by like like one or two or something. <laughs> uh, I don't know how they sat there and counted it, but uh, but yeah, it's it's super funny. But and he's got John Belushi's ex wife is after him throughout the whole movie, trying to kill him because he left her. Oh yeah, <laughs> or when, when he went to prison or whatever, and and she's constantly trying to kill him. Like she throws like has a rocket launcher and like blows up their apartment and <laughs> she like has like dynamite and detonates the place and she's got like a machine gun and she comes so they're just like walking down the street and all of a sudden it's like <laughs> they're like ducking it and they just like get up brush themselves off and then go about their day all right yeah. so really good movie though um and then uh, blues brothers 2000 they couldn't have john blue obviously it had been a long time passing so Dan Ackward was in it, and uh, uh, John Goodman yeah. kind of stepped in for him. And because he was still doing Blues Brothers shows, like they actually did shows on the side, like at places. Yeah. So, well, that's cool. As them too. But then John Goodman started doing it with him, so he joined in and kind of replaced that. They that did person. several of them at those, the House of Blues chain. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So if you like good music, and good rhythm and blues. I mean, it, it's a funny movie. So, yeah. But it's it's got really good music in it too. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that's cool. You know, and it's real, real music. Like it's music you've actually heard before. Are you telling me that pop star doesn't have real music in it? <laughs> I'm saying it's all like parody music. <laughs> this is all like actual. I real just songs. had sex. Yeah. And it felt so good. Well, you got like featuring <laughs> Akon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you got like your Aretha Franklin character did like the respect. Song. Yeah, she did respect. Like, she did respect. Um, uh, and they had Ray a... Charles did the uh, uh, twisting. Yeah. Twisting, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, baby. <laughs> so, watch that one too. Add it to the I'll list. Add it to the list. Add it to the gigabyte of list of the gigabyte. <laughs> the gigabyte of information. I think list. we're going to the exabyte now. I know, right? <laughs> it's called terabyte at that point. So I know we hit on. <laughs> I mean, we basically hit on, like I said, the majority of the SNL movies. We kind of mm. just name talked a little bit about them, but you know, let's now talk about what. Like Adam Sandler, like you said, said it kind of spawned his career, and then but a lot of them they just grew from there. So, 
just talk about some of their career growth. I mean, obviously, Adam Sandler is one of the most well-known ones. I mean, yeah. Chris Farley, I believe, would be where Adam yeah. Sandler is had he R.I.P. Had he not started doing cocaine through fire hoses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly. I was going to be nicer about it, but yes. <laughs> his <laughs> heart he, exploded. Yes. <laughs> I would say another one is is Will Ferrell. As his oh, yeah. career exploded mm. off of oh, there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm surprised he never did like an SNL movie though. He was in so many skits. Oh, he did Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, he did Night at the Roxbury. That's right. He was. That's my bad. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't he in? Did he have a small part in Superstar? Uh huh. Yeah. May, I've deleted that movie from my I know, brain. I know, but he was he was the heel in that one. Yes. <laughs> but I always thought that they do um, that they do a uh, cheerleader movie with him and uh, oh the Spartans. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can't what remember it? the name I of. I think it might have been Molly the Shannon. girl. No, it wasn't Molly Shannon. Um, no, you're right. It wasn't. It was. He's like, oh my god, seriously, guys. Okay. <laughs> Because they're, they're doing the, they're cheerleading for the chess club. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good Rook 5. <laughs> well, Rook the King 5. <laughs> Sherry O'Terry. Sherry, Sherry O'Terry, yep. yes. She yep. was awesome. <laughs> she was the one, she had like those big eyes and stuff. She always kind of freaked me out a little bit. Yeah. Because she, she was so intense. Uh-huh. Like, or she at least acted intense. Um, but I mean, now personally, it's been a while since I've actually watched SNL, like years, like really sat down and watched it after like the Will Ferrell phase or time frame. I basically, well, there's a thing called YouTube. So every Sunday you can just log on there. I could, but I just don't want to. (laughs) Um, but really that's like the last little bit that I remember is that era. My favorite era is the Adam Sandler, David Spade, Chris Farley, uh, uh, Kevin Nealon, like the, even Chris Rock was Mm. in that era. Um, but that was kind of the time frame that I really enjoyed. But I did enjoy the Will Ferrell ones too. But after that, like I said, it kind of died out. So I don't really know as far as careers exploding from there because I can't place who was on it after. Well, that. I mean, I I definitely say you know Andy Sandberg's has because yeah. he's done okay. he's done a lot of movies like like I think oh, two I of their albums, Lonely Island albums went platinum. Yeah, yeah, and I mean he's. Huh done not just movies you know he's had success outside of that yeah yeah um but i mean really will ferrell i I don't remember how long his uh seasons were on there but i mean he just had a ton of characters that they gave him oh yeah that he just nailed james lipton james lipton Uh more cowboy yep um he's been speaking that one (laughs) alex trebek yep which is always my favorite yep um, him and, um, what's the guy that, uh, Bill something, <clears throat> not Bill Hader. Um, a lot of bills in the world, bro. What did they do? What was this? He was, he was Sean Connery in every, every single one of them. Okay. Yeah. I'm try- I can't think of that guy's name. Um, but it, the two of them going back and forth on the, <laughs> I'll take late Daryl tips. Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. By the way, my Google is now finishing every search with on SNL. Okay. <laughs> it's already learning this is what we're talking about. Okay. Good deal. Damn AI. <laughs> but he would always read everything, every category off of there wrong. I'll take late tits now. <laughs> Mr. Connery, that's let it snow. Yeah. <laughs> or, or my my all-time favorite, I'll take the rapist for 800 <laughs> Mr. Connery, that's therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Famous titties for 2000. That's famous, famous titles. Famous titles. Dolly Parton! <laughs> <laughs> you would put the word cat under this in the alphabet. Under the R's. No, Mr. Connery, you would not put it under the... Not in the R's. Not in the R's, Trebek. It's not what your mother said last night. <laughs> What was that one he did? He's like, knock, knock. He's like, I got a riddle for you, a conundrum. He's like, what's the difference between you and a mallet with a cold? One's a sick duck. I can't remember the rest of it, but your mother's a whore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the last one was like the final Jeopardy. He was like, write down a number. Just any number. It could be a three, a four. <laughs> and it goes to Connery and it's a V. Well, I'll tell you what, my friend. That is the Roman numeral five. Despite your best efforts, you got it correct. You wagered, suck it, Trebek. Yeah. <laughs> what was the one he said? He's like, just draw anything. He's like, you can write down anything you want. He's like, oh, you wrote something. He's like, below, below me. He's like, I'm not really sure what that means. He's like, oh, I think you oh, do, I Trebek. think you do, Trebek. <laughs> below me. 
And he'd always come into the, you know, to the session. He's like, as always, we would like to advise our watchers to watch something else. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy of mine at a job I used to work at a few years ago, he uh, got a vanity license plate that said below me. Oh, nice. Sir, you know why I pulled you over? You saw it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's married with two kids now. I think he changed it out for a regular license plate. Yeah. But it's it's funny because there's some <clears throat> there's some SNL or people from SNL that blew up and then died out or fizzled out. Now maybe yeah. they were doing other things, maybe behind the scenes stuff. But I'm talking about on the big screen. And then there's some that stayed there. So like Adam Sandler's still going strong. Now mind you, I personally don't think the quality of his movies now compared to what they used to be. There's yeah. still some good ones here and there. Click was his apex, <laughs> and then it kind of went down after that. Yeah, but I mean, but, if, if, but I would say it came back. <clears throat> When he started going back towards the raunchy side mm. with "That's My Boy" with um, Andy um, Samberg. Andy Samberg, yes. I don't remember that movie. Oh, you have got to watch that. That when is he was killing. a kid, he was one of those like teacher banging the kid stories. But oh. he was like really young. I think yeah. he was like in middle school. Or he something. was like thirteen, yeah, thirteen yeah. or something. And he gets caught. She gets pregnant. She goes to jail, and then uh, he gets older, and he basically lived like the the superstar. Actually, where, life. where are they now? Like, yeah, it's another like where are they now? So he's like. With like Leif Garrett, mm-hmm. like all the old has-beens, mm-hmm. so he was like super popular. He made all this money because of this Spent big story and scandal and stuff. Like he knew Vanilla Ice and shit, <laughs> but now he's like broke and has nothing because it's like that's all he was famous for was just yeah. for that. But then it, and nobody cared after a while, and mm-hmm. he ends up Andy Samberg ends up being his kid, but and he turns out great. Yeah, he's oh. like a hedge fund manager making <laughs> like millions of dollars, and so. He tries to reconnect with him, <laughs> and so he's he's decided his master plan. He ends up like owing the IRS something like uh, five hundred thousand dollars or something. Yeah, some ridiculous. He hasn't been paying taxes and he's, shit. <laughs> he is, and uh, oh man, who was the coach for the Jets? Um, he's his tax accountant. Yeah, uh, he, man. Tom, he has the Tom Brady post. Yeah, on yeah. The wall and he's like. Look at that jawline. Just, like, just, <laughs> just the right amount of scrub. Yeah. <laughs> so, is, is Adam a Jets fan? I got to ask this. Yes. Because he had a, the the Jets quarterback, I think, in Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. And then he had the coach, apparently, in this movie. No, he might be. I mean, I, I want to say yes. I don't remember. I don't, I, I don't know Jets fans. Like, why? 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 Like, I'm a Dolphins fan. I'm asking this yeah. question. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a Jets fan, so I can tell you. Well, my one of my dad's best friend up on Long Island, he was a huge Jets fan. And he had vanity license plates on his truck that said, Go Jets. But every time, he, he had season tickets and all this stuff. But every time he would go to a game, he would have to take off the plates and put them in his uh, glove compartment because the fans would steal his license plates. <laughs> well, it's, it goes back to the old, like, the rival thing. It's like, like New Jersey and, like, Queens of New York, the portion of, you know, in Queens, New York... They're more like Jets fans. And then other New York is Giants. Same thing like Chicago. Like some people are, for the baseball teams, like you get your White Sox fans and you got your Cubs fans. It just depends on what part you live in that you're generally a fan of. I can't say that I disagree with that because I didn't grow up in Queens. I grew up about 30 minutes to the uh, east of there. Um, And everyone there was just a Jets fan. That's just what I heard because I knew a lot of people like, Grew up in Queens, they're like we're all Jets fans. Like that's the part, that's the line right there. Like you get um, a coworker of mine. I learned that she grew up about twenty minutes away. Her hometown was about twenty minutes away from my hometown, and um, she will fight you about the New York Giants. She loves the Giants. I mean, that's like, you know, that's, some people just love their teams. Yeah, and they're willing to kill, but she will physically end you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but going back real quick to the movie though, it's basically he's trying to. Basically, go to see him to borrow money from him. Yeah, and he changed his name too because he named his son uh, Han, Han Solo. Solo. <laughs> and uh, so his name is Donnie Berger, and yeah. his son's name is Han Solo Berger. And That's uh, awesome. But he changed it to to Todd Anderson. <laughs> That's the whole he, thing yeah. in the movie. Is like everyone's like, uh, and so like he's at the party, you know, reliving. He's at the party as himself. So the thing is, he shows up to the party for uh, his son's wedding. And they're having like this big weekend of it, and his um, <clears throat> his boss like so they're like hit they're hitting it off and they're in a hot tub or whatnot and he's going to, or um, no he's going around the party right like, yeah. to the different people yeah and they're like all recognizing him like, oh my god you are that guy you're the guy that had sex with his teacher and like they're recognizing him and then and then his boss is like 
didn't you uh, didn't you name your son uh, Indiana Jones or, or something fantastic like that? And he's like Han Solo Burger. <laughs> That's the greatest name ever. Yeah, and Andy Sandberg's standing there just like. Fuck you, fuck you. Because <laughs> he changed his name. Yeah, to Todd to Anderson. Todd, uh, Todd Peterson. Or Todd Peterson, yeah, because then every time Adam Sandler says his name, he's like, Todd Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why do you have to say it like that every I time? I don't know, it just had rolls off. Yeah. So he's basically, it comes into like a reuniting, he's trying to, he wants money from him, but Andy Samberg doesn't want to have anything to do with him, but he ends up getting him back into the reconnecting. thing and, and reconnecting with him, and he ends up finding out that his fiance. His son's fiance is sleeping with her brother. <laughs> they end up finding that because he, he catches them and he's like, because he was Adam Sandler was going. He's to trying to, to her. apologize. Yeah, because yeah. he fucked up their their relationship and he was trying to fix it. And he walks in in the bedroom and her brother was like in the military or something. It was in town for the wedding and he catches them in bed. And he's like, no, this is what it looks like. He's like, it's just our special tickle time. And he's like, special <laughs> tickle time? You got a name for it? <laughs> <laughs> and he basically ends up, you know, getting them back. But I remember the best thing is he's trying to race to the wedding and he needs a ride and he runs up and he gets to Vanilla Ice's house. And he's like, can you get me there? And he's like, oh, I got you. And he's like, got the old, like, 1980 still got the GT. Like, GT. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, busted out. And he gets, still got the cassette player. Yep. <laughs> Do they play Go Ninja Go? No, no, no. All right, that's, but, I'm not watching the movie. But if Vanilla Ice is in the movie and he's not singing "Go Ninja Go," I'm not watching it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but so he like t- Vanilla Ice is working at uh, at a, like a skate rink, and he's <laughs> <laughs> he's like flipping burgers and like doing uh, like fast food shit. Yeah, concession stuff. <laughs> so he walks up. He's like, "Wait, Vanilla Ice? Uncle Vanny was Vanilla Ice?" He's like. Who the hell did you think I was? I don't know. A friend of my dad's that wore a lot of parachute pants? <laughs> <laughs> well, when he first met him, because he was trying to borrow money from Vanilla Ice. Oh, yeah. First, before he went to the sun. And That's he's when like, he was on the show. Yeah, and he's like, man, he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, that Ice Ice Baby, man. He's like, you made billions off that. And he's like, you got to have money. He's like, no, man. He's like, you know how many lawsuits I had to go through? The day? He's like, every time they play that mo- the song, I owe people money. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, yeah. So, that, it's a good movie, but, you know. That was more of the raunchy side. Like he went yeah. back. Yeah, he went back. And but I just think like Adam Sandler has a stead, has had a steady career yeah. where his name has stayed out there. Um, but then you get your people like because I haven't I couldn't name you a recent recent movie he's done. But like Mike Myers, Mike Myers blew up. He did the Wayne's World movies. He did the Austin Powers, Shrek. He, you know, the Shrek um, stuff. So I married an ex murderer. That was a little bit before, but yes. Yeah. But I'm talking like he blew up once he did like Wayne's World and Austin Powers. I think between Shrek and Austin Powers, he doesn't need to do anything. No, agreed. And (laughs) he he does do voice work now, so again, it's more behind the scenes. But I'm just saying, like, as far as seeing their face in the midst of it, I think one of the last movies he did probably with his face in it, minus the Austin Powers, was probably Studio 54. Yeah. Um, Mm. But, you know, then you see those people like that are like Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey dried up, but he was more of a stay-at-home dad for a while and just doing stand-up. Like, that's what he... Same thing uh, Rick Moranis did. When yep. his wife died, he quit acting to take care of his kids. Wait, yeah. I, th- I thought Mike Myers was um, was in a recent one. It was a movie movie. A uh, movie movie. A, um, a um, movie about, like, a, um, either, like, Motley Crue or... Was he? I'm not sure. I'm um, not familiar. I'm trying to think. He was, like, the radio uh, conglomerate producer. If you type in Mike Myers, you get Halloween. Hold on. Yeah. You got uh, Michael well, Myers. Yeah. Well, yeah. even Michael Myers. I typed in Michael Myers. Oh, yeah. Hold Try on. Mike Myers. Yeah. He likes Mike, all right? <laughs> it may have been, <laughs> Because like, you know him so well. <laughs> it may have been for the Rolling Stones. I can't remember which band okay. that it was following, but he was supposed to... He was, like, the, the uh, studio exec or something, okay. and, you know, trying to get him to sign and... They're yeah. not doing it. <laughs> no, he may still be in stuff. I'm just thinking like like title yeah, character lead role. Well, I'm going like I'm watching this movie and I'm like, is that? He was in the Bohemian Mike Rhapsody Myers? movie. Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. That's yes. It. Yes. Yes. About Queen. About Queen. Yes. I'm, I, I was putting it together. I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> Getting it. Apparently I they've down like, yeah. <laughs> just relax, man. Relax. Apparently they've announced Austin Powers four. That's going to oh, be awful. Interesting. Well, I've never seen. Um, no, that's not true. I've watched the first thirty minutes of Goldmember, mm-hmm. and I honestly wanted to take it out of. Is my that television. the only one that you watched? No, the, okay. the, I've seen them all. Well, I've seen the first two completely because Will Ferrell is Mustafa's funny tale. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I want to light that movie on fire. <laughs> the Goldmember was just awful. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. Can <laughs> I paint a who's gold? <laughs> no, you crazy Dutch bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, could someone help me? I am still in the. 
I'm still in the trench. I, I, I'm very badly burned. Oh, there's someone here. You shot me. You shot me in the arm. But he shoots it. It goes on for like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like then you get so you know you get other characters out there like you know even like Chris Rock like he kind of died out of film for a little bit and then I mean he made he just went back to stand up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm talking about like face on screen title character type stuff. But the nice thing is they kind of bring them all back when like Adam Sandler did like Grown Ups. Yeah. yeah, you get to yeah. see all the guys Brought coming all of back. Them back together. Yeah. yeah, I mean Rob Schneider or Schrent Schneider Schneider. Um, who again? He had a small stint of a boost of a career, and then just kind of died on. And he's basically been just a side character in every single Adam Sandler movie. Well, there <laughs> were several. I was going to say there were several that he did that he was a front man in, but yeah. it was Happy Madison Productions was yep. yeah. was <laughs> what produced it. So, and, and I got to be honest, we could with do you. a full episode on Happy Madison Productions. Oh, Probably, I will, I will talk for a full hour on Grandma's Boy alone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> But Rob Schneider, like his movies were more. I I didn't think they were great. He like he is a great side character. Mm. I mean, he's not bad, but I mean, you got what? Like, I mean, Deuce Bigelow. Bigelow. Uh, that was kind of funny, but I think that was his peak. Yeah, but like Hot Chick, Hot Chick, and, uh, what was the, the Animal, the Animal. Yeah, like those were like oh, okay. You know, let's stick just, to your wheelhouse, and you're the funny side guy. Yeah. <laughs> and there's I just wrong. remember the South Park episode where they keep cutting to like uh, Rob Schneider movies. Like Rob Schneider is a carrot. And you just see Rob Schneider with a giant carrot costume on. <laughs> but that's not far off from what he had to probably actually right. do right. in any Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. I mean, it's just, what was he, that, the voodoo guy in, in, in uh... He was well, no, so, he, uh, no, Adam Sandler, Sandler was the Adam Sandler guy. was the voodoo guy when he's, like, sitting there banging yes, on. Yes, Would right. you stop the damn drumming? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he was the weird best friend in 51st States. Yep. Yeah. Scraggly hair, kind Ula. of fat. Yep. Yep. Uh, he had like all the kids. He, he was, had like eight, like eighteen kids. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. shit. He tries to show him a cannonball, but he just winds up doing um, the oh. belly flop. <laughs> oh, could you fist my uh, stitches again tonight? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's also like the Cajun dude in yep. um, Waterboy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you cut can this, do it. Cut this fucking head off. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it all night long. <laughs> and then he popped up as the same character in um uh, in uh, uh the one where he's a little Nicky. Oh, yes. Yep. Yes. You can do it, Nikki. <laughs> Put bees on Winkler. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Henry. <laughs> this has actually become a Happy Madison episode. Right. But yeah, we started with SNL, but we're just real big fans of Adam Sandler, and that's what we're just talking about now. But my favorite thing that Adam Sandler has done, I mean, not movie-wise, but choice that he's made, is bringing Henry Winkler into his movies. Yeah. That's yeah. like, because I love Henry Winkler. I think he's phenomenal. Uh, but... I remember as a kid watching Happy Days and learning that his name was Henry Winkler. So when I grew up and I started seeing Henry Winkler and everything, I was like, oh my god, the Fonz is in this? And oh yeah. Hey. He's not the Fonz anymore, that's for right. sure. <laughs> well, a real shell shock would be, and I don't want to get too far off topic, but real shell shock would be if you watched Happy Days and that's all you knew him was as the Fonz, mm-hmm. and then watched one of the first movies he did after Happy Days, it was called Night Shift, Ron Howard directed it. And it's him and Michael Keaton are basically become pimps, they work in a morgue. Oh, and, just, and, and Henry Winkler's character is a very nervous, like let's let people walk all over him type character and everything. Mm-hmm. And so if you watch, if you knew him like as a funs, and then you see this, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like that would be like your, your head might pop. <laughs> it's like trying to watch Memento. Yes. <laughs> and then if you if, and like kids today, they know him like they see Michael Keaton more as like the Vulture. Like that's yeah. probably what he's the Batman. He is the Batman for me. I'm talking kids today. I'm well, talking kids about, today are idiots. Yeah, that's true. we're not debating that. <laughs> what I'm saying is what they know him as is like that. So then they'd see that, and then they'd see Michael Keaton in Night Shift. Well, you see, you know, you have you have Michael Keaton Batman, Michael Keaton Birdman, Michael Keaton Vulture. He just, you know, he likes birds. He likes birds, man. He likes birds. <laughs> Spoilers for an upcoming episode. It's about Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Michael apparently Adam Sandler. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up on the side, but. You know, like I said, with the grown-ups saying, you know, you bring back a lot of solid actors. And I personally, like, that movie got a lot of flack. Yeah. Like, a lot of people said, uh, grown-ups. Yeah. I don't know why. I loved the first one. I thought it was phenomenal. I thought it was, like, it was Mm kid-friendly. It was adult-friendly. But it was, like, like, I could sit there and be like, that that would be me and my friends. If we reunited after a long time, it'd be like, that's all we do. Like, you guys can be my friend Rob. Mm -hmm. But if we had our other friends from high school... We're around and we occasionally meet up. 
that's what we do. It's like we start nagging on each other just like we did in high school. Like it just does not change. Maze. He pays with maze. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> But I love the whole thing that joke they everybody with Chris Rock is like I liked how their jokes like they weren't around each other all the time, but they'd all say the same thing about the person and she's like like they're touch Chris Rock's hand like they shake and say, Hey man, how you doing? He's like, Oh man, still got that smooth skin. (laughs) He's like, Yeah, it's like petting a dove. And then another guy, he sees him later, he's like, Hey, still got that smooth skin, you're still using the palm olive I see. (laughs) (laughs) Well I so one of the one of the best scenes in there is you know when they're sitting there on those uh, like Adirondack chairs and they're sitting out like facing the uh, the water mm-hmm. and they're just riffing off each other. Mm-hmm. That's actually they shot that scene for an hour and a half of them and they just said go and it's the there's no script it's just all of them riffing on each other <laughs> and they just pick the best ones out yeah. of it and they put it in the movie. Yeah. I'm like how how awesome would that be? Right. Like I'm going on set today. What what am I gonna do? Well, there's no script. You just got to sit in a chair for an hour and a half and mess with each other. Just yeah. bullshit like you did on Saturday Night Live. Exactly. And yeah. <laughs> and go. <laughs> well, it was good, though. I mean, I thought it was good because they all had a lot, a decent amount of screen time. They all had a lot of fun with it. I mean, it looked like they had fun. Like, I don't know for a fact because I didn't really read anything or watch any documentary about it, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. But um, just watching it. I personally feel like a lot of that laughter was genuine. Yeah. Like, yeah. a lot of those things, like, caught him off guard. Or, cause, well, they've all known each other since the early 90s. Yeah. They're probably oh, yeah. all still best friends. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, it's like, it's sometimes you can tell or at least get a feeling that it's natural. Mm. And I thought that whole movie was nothing but natural laughs throughout them. And it was a good little story. It was a cute story. Like, the only actual actor uh, in that movie is Selma Hayek. Like, she actually had to act. They were She wasn't just best friends. Oh, yeah. Best yeah. Cast. Yeah, because even Chris Rock's wife is, uh, what's her name? Uh, but she was in SNL. She was, oh man. Um, I get, the my, audience is hearing me my, doing my, a lot of typing. Maya something? Is Maya Rudolph. Maya, Maya Rudolph. Rudolph. Yep. yep. Very funny. Yes. You know. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I just wanted to bring up that movie because it was almost like, hey, uh, it was almost like an SNL reuniting. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, they had all the side characters in there. And then, uh, what's his name, who's like, does nothing but side sh- stuff. He's from SNL. He's still on S- I think he was on SNL, like, one of the longest periods of time. He was the guy that, when they're in the town and he was mm. working, he, oh, you want the Voss water, uh. Oh man, he was—he's uh, he was a comedian. Dr- yeah, he was the driver uh, in Night at the Roxbury. Yeah. He's like, "Did you grab my ass?" Like, "No, sir. I, there's no humanly way I could have grabbed your ass." Like, that's the guy that I'm talking about. Like, what? That's all he's ever done. He's just done like side roles. Like, he's never had a lead role. Well, it's because he's a comedian first. Yeah. He does, yeah. Yeah. I, I have no see. idea who you're talking about. Yeah. I'm looking at Night at the Roxbury's IMDb. Well, if you saw Grown Ups, remember the guy that was working in it's the been restaurant? Years. Okay. He was the one that ended up. He let him win the basketball game at the end. Because he realized, Adam Sandler realized that his life was way worse than his, and he wanted to give him something. I'm assuming you're not talking about Michael Clark Duncan? No, 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 no. Colin Um, Quinn. Colin Quinn, yep. Oh, he's he's co-head writer for SNL now. Yep, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. He's like, he's one of the ones that, that's his home. Mm. You know, he's not, but he always, but he occasionally pops in those movies and he gets a part. I think Lauren, like, knocks on the writing door and be like, hey, Colin, do you want to get your face back on screen for, like, ten minutes? Well, he does, um, he does Weekend Update on SNL. Yeah. But he's like been on there like the longest time. I think he's got the record for the longest he might, consecutive um, seasons. I yeah. think he started with um, Leslie Nope. What's her name? Crap. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, we are not good with names no today. No, <laughs> we are not at all. I know who you're talking yeah. about. I just but again, I think I can't. he started with her. When, okay. When her and Tina Fey were doing a weekend update, he was just like a writer or a small time cast member back then. Gotcha. Well, yeah. um, who is who well, is <laughs> well one of uh, and it and it pains me to say it because he was like America's sweetheart you know Chevy Chase had a real big career out mm-hmm. of there yep um, Amy Poehler Amy Poehler yep Poehler 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 sorry the P. sorry sorry I mean you also had like there's a lot of people that were on there for a short time that that did go through and have great careers I mean mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy. Yep. yep. You know, on there. I'm Gumby, damn it. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Yeah. God, I love that one. What do we have today, kids? 
Looks like someone bought some ham. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, at the at, during that era when he was on, it was basically he did an impersonation of every black singer. Yeah, like he did Stevie Wonder, he did James Brown, he did like a few others. Like it, basically, that's that was his. That thing. Was, yeah, that was yeah. one of his things. But then once he got like trading places in Beverly Hills Cop and stuff. Oh yeah, he, he was he was taken off there. Went off from there. Yeah. But oh, coming speaking, to America. I mean, speaking of since we're talking, we've talked a lot about like. Fairly newer, like mid to late eighties to now, but I mean Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah. I mean we mentioned the Blues Brothers, but Dan Aykroyd, his Bill Murray, career, Bill Murray. I mean all like, of them, Eddie Murphy. I mean Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I mean like the entire Ghostbusters cast, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so all those guys, they went on and did like, I mean, they their careers haven't stopped. Yeah, I mean it's just it's still going. Um, I'm trying to think of what the well, he was in that. Um, We'll be talking to holiday season next next episode, but you know he was in that movie Christmas with the Cranks. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he was in Adam Sandler stuff. He was in Now I Pronounce <laughs> You, Chuck and Larry. Yeah, that was yeah, the head chief, the yes. fire chief. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you look back at those guys, Chevy Chase. You know, it's like them. Uh, Jane he, Curtin for a while, she blew up. Yeah. A bit. Uh, but I mean, basically anybody from the original SNL. Oh yeah, went from, on from what was it like seventy eight to. 82. <laughs> it might have been actually like 70s. I think they started early. I think it was like 76. Okay. I think. I think you're right. I think it was in the mid 70s. Yeah. It was like it's early to mid 70s. So somewhere around. And I, I may even be wrong on 76. It may have been earlier than that. But um, yeah, just a lot of. A lot um, of big growth. Yeah. Well, I know we're running out of time. So I wanted to play a quick game. Okay. What SNL skit do you want to see turned into a movie? Ooh. I'm I'm gonna have to use old ones though, yeah. Because I like I said well, I haven't watched I haven't sat down and watched SNL for like the past fifteen years. Um, I wanted to say um, a weekend update. Like I know <laughs> it's basically um, Ron Burgundy, but just yeah. with SNL yeah. cast members. Yeah, that's what I would like to see. All right, I, I don't know if it would fly. But I would like to see the Continental with Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like a like a ladies' man on steroids. Yeah, because it's Christopher Walken. We got some fine champagne. champagne. <laughs> I think just for it would be it would be the dumbest thing probably that they would ever make. But <laughs> I'd love to see the Canteen Boy. <laughs> Canteen, like have Adam Sandler now still doing like a Boy Scout thing, but he's still the Canteen Boy. Like he hasn't ranked up or become like a Den Father or anything. He's just the Canteen Boy at like fifty something years old. Or or maybe, maybe, and not even like make it as a skit. Do Will Ferrell as Alex Trebek and kind of do it as a funny tribute to his life. Yeah, (laughs) and like have him go back and like kind of like the he the e true Hollywood story, you know, back in, and they're always they're always like a mockumentary. Uh huh. And they're doing um they're you know interviewing Sean Connery. Mm. (laughs) He's like. Oh, um, me and Alex were bestest of friends. <laughs> <laughs> if they had like a mockumentary where, like, at some point, like we didn't see it as a viewers, but maybe the show was in trouble, about to get canceled. And yeah, like show to show in jeopardy or something. I don't know right, why, right. but I'm picturing Ron Burgundy just being Alex Trebek. Like he constantly will just have a scotch in his hand. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you could make it that way. I mean, you know, you could do whatever. Especially you want like off the camera, where he or like maybe he beats the crap out of Sean Connery. <laughs> He's like, I said, be rough with it. Give me all you've got, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people to think you hate me. <laughs> You're an award-winning actor, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And then they could just have Tom Hanks in there being Tom Hanks <laughs> with his hands stuck in a jar of pickles. Yeah. <laughs> Tom- well, they could just like cut to clips from SNL. Yeah. <laughs> like when they go on camera, it's just the skit from right. SNL. Oh, I remember the, the time that Burt Reynolds was on there. It's Norm McDonald. Uh-huh. That's not my name. <laughs> I'm sorry, Turd Ferguson. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one other thing. I, I would actually see it wouldn't be a skit, but speaking of SNL, I would love to see a actual, like a real movie, like not a mockumentary, but almost a documentary on Lord Michaels. Mm. I think that would be pretty cool. But yeah. as far as I know, he's done two shows. It's SNL and Thirty Rock. But the yeah. thing is, I want to know that era of. The early era of Lorne Michaels when he was getting into SNL. Then he left. left. SNL, then and came then he came back. back and blew it up to the power. I'm not talking about a movie from his birth to today. Oh. I'm talking about just have maybe like a 10 Like the birth of SNL. Yeah. And the life of Lorne Michaels. Yep. Yep. 
Call us, Lauren. We got titles and ideas. Yes. <laughs> we got writers on stamp. Oh, wait, you got a billion of those. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. He's like, I got my own. Yeah. I have a show. All right. <laughs> They're award winning. Yeah. Like, we got this. Yeah, we got more writers than NASA. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they're coders, to be fair. Uh, yes. Yeah. Fair enough. They write and shit down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, we are coming up to the end of this episode. Uh, went by pretty quick, I'd say. So, you've got a lot to say. There's a lot more to talk about about the SNL characters and where their careers have have gone to and where they could possibly go. But that's another story for another time. And until that time, we are your host. This is Movie Talks and Chill. We're your host. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Butts. And live from New York, it's Patrick Wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Until next time, take care. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talktous at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul The Rock.